Welcome to The Art of Intimate Marriage with Dr. Jennifer Conzin. Sensitive yet frank advice for enjoying every benefit of one of God's most fundamental gifts. Dr. Conzin is a licensed marriage and family counselor, sex therapist, as well as an adjunct professor, award-winning researcher, author, and speaker. With today's conversation on the biblical approach to fulfilling intimacy in marriage, here's Jennifer. Good morning. This is Dr. Jennifer Conzin with The Art of Intimate Marriage. And we have been covering quite a number of different topics. And more recently, we've been covering recovery when you're dealing with any kind of addiction, drug and alcohol, any other kind of addiction and the impact that it has on the marital relationship. We've also been covering some subjects for those who are not married. We've talked about purity and does the Bible teach to wait until marriage? And if so, what does a single person do? So we've been, yeah, covering quite the gamut, even just recently. Well, today we're going to come back to marriage and how to enjoy your sexual relationship, how to make sure that your husband, that your wife is having a great time with you, but also to give you some tools to share with your spouse what they would like and what maybe you can change to be what they would like. So today's topic is called What Your Wife Needs. So today is actually for husbands. And I know that a number of my listeners might be women. And you're probably listening to this because you're going to see if I got it right. And you're going to want to see if you want your husband to listen to this. And you're probably wondering, when is the one on what husbands need? Well, that's in our next broadcast. So today we're going to be covering what women need, what your wife needs. And then in our next broadcast, we're going to be covering what your husband needs. I do want to encourage you, if you want to listen to any of the previous broadcasts, you can do that on my website, theartofintimatemarriage.com. So today, let's just go over some of the things that I briefly mentioned in a, in a, in a previous broadcast um, on some of the practicals to make sex great and fun, but I'm going to go into it in more detail today. So men, those, I'm sure your wife might've said, I really want you to listen to this broadcast and she's gotten you to listen to today's recording. Well, what does she need? One of the things I really talk with men about is to make sure that you're learning her. When you look at first Peter chapter three, verse seven, it says, be considerate as you live with your wife. And the thing about the word considerate, um, if you've listened to any of my previous broadcasts, it's the same word that's actually used to describe the sexual relationship in Matthew one twenty five, It's gnosko. In the Greek, it means to investigate, to know, to live according to knowledge. It's got the same root word as the word where it says that um, Mary and Joseph didn't engage in sexuality until after they had Jesus. That's in Matthew one twenty five, And so this knowing... Uh, that the sexual relationship is supposed to be based on this depth of intimate knowing that word shows this. I not only know, but I look, I investigate, I not only investigate, but then I live according to what I learn, which sometimes that's what the great need is, is okay. I know my spouse, but do I live according to that knowledge? So husbands, I ask yourselves, I ask you to ask yourselves, 
do you live according, do you know, do you investigate your wife and do you live according to that knowledge? So in the sexual relationship, what that would mean is that a husband is called to really be a lifelong student of your wife's body. And the reality is your wife's body changes quite a bit over the years. If you're married and you've been married for, well, most of you listening are married. If you've been married for a couple of decades, the body changes quite a bit over those years. Are you a student of her body? Because the reality is what brings her joy physically, especially in the sexual relationship, might change. And I can promise you, has changed over the years. So investigate her body, always remembering, I love this phrase, that you want to touch her soul before you touch her body. Touch her soul before you touch her body, touch her soul. So investigate her likes and dislikes in every area of your relationship, her likes and dislikes around spirituality. Um, One of the things you might need to learn more about her is her spiritual interests. What's, what is she learning spiritually? What are, what's happening in her quiet times? Um, how is she feeling about church and God and the Bible? H- how well do you know her concerns about her children? And um, if she has children, how well is that going? And how is she, so investigate her. If she's a career woman, at, find out, do you know what's happening in her life? So yes, you need to learn her body because we're going to talk about sexuality today, but you also need to learn her entire soul, learn her life, find out who her favorite person is, who her least favorite person is that she works with or in the community, who she's struggling with, what her worries are, what her fears are, what her hopes and dreams are. So first of all, learn her in every area and then also know her body and learn her body. So Really, what it looks like on a practical sense is that you're going to make choices in your sexual relationship that are going to reflect that knowledge of her. You're going to then know that before I engage in caressing her, I'm going to ask her about how her day went. I'm going to ask her about her walk with God. We're going to have it. Women will almost always say that they'd like to talk a lot. They feel closer to their spouse if they talk and they communicate and they're feeling emotionally and verbally close. And then when the caressing begins, it just works a lot better. So, and in all honesty, some of you men might feel that way, that you're not emotionally feeling close to your wife and you might wish that you guys were talking more. Well, go buy my book, The Art of Intimate Marriage, and it helps with that quite a lot. So when it comes to touch, the learning for her is learning about what preferences she has for sensual and sexual touch. Do you know? I actually, I just came back from a conference and I was, I had a booth there and I was selling my cards, which you can get on Amazon. They're called the intimate marriage cards. You can go onto Amazon and purchase them. And a lot of times people don't even talk about affectionate touch and sensual touch. So do you even know what each other likes? In uh, my book, The Art of Intimate Marriage, there's a lot of exercises in there and I actually teach couples in there. And I've done some of that here on the on the broadcast that you can go back and listen to, I actually help couples with how to tell each other what their preferences are. So begin having those conversations, finding out from her how she likes to hold hands. How does she like to hug? How does she like to lounge together either while watching something or in the bed or at a park? How does she like to be touched in public, at church, at home, have those conversations. And then when it comes to Sensual touch. How does she like to be touched sensually? So this would be 
How does she feel about your hand on her bottom? How does she feel about your hand uh, coming around her waist? How does she feel about your hands on your th- on her thighs and in all the intimate areas? Um, how about your lips on her neck and on her ears and your lips anywhere on her body? So these would be sensual touches. Have you talked about that? So this isn't just sex. This is everything leading up to sex. How well do you know her sensual and sexual preferences? Well, you probably should start asking her. You do need to learn what makes her feel loved and special and important and cherished. It's so funny when I work with husbands, they'll say, so I really want to find out what turns her on. I want to find out what brings her sexual pleasure. I want to find out what, how I can help her have multiple orgasms. So the husbands are very focused on how they can bring pleasure to their wives sexually. And one of the things I recommend is find out first what kind of physical touch, both affectionate touch and sensual touch, makes her feel loved, special, important, and cherished. In other words, if you're only focused on what brings her to orgasm, you're probably missing. As far as with the physical part of your relationship, you might be missing a few things. So ask her what physical touches make her feel those things. What does she find out? So on a, on a physical level, that's maybe not touch oriented. What does she like to do for fun? What, what adventuresome thing would she like to do with you? Um, what can you do that will make her feel heard, that she feels like you really understand her? Find out what the, her body needs during the day. Does she need a nap? Um, does she need to take off some time without children? Does she need to go on a date with you? What does she need? In fact, put those all together. Does she need you to find child care for the date, let her take a nap before the date, and then you plan the date and take her out? Mm, that just might turn her on quite a bit. So find out what she needs. Does she feel her? Does she feel like her physical body needs are being taken care of by you? It is important to remember that women often don't feel like they can express their needs. So she might not know how to say it to you, and she might not even know what her needs are. A lot of times women don't even know what their needs are. They, Our society doesn't really support women expressing their needs, and so you might need to draw her out quite a bit, and you might need to be quite patient with her because she might need some time to figure it out and even figure out how to tell you. So then after you've done all that, then ask her questions about her sexual likes and dislikes. Maybe she doesn't tell you. Maybe she doesn't tell you that your fingers are rough sometimes. Maybe she doesn't tell you that she doesn't uh, like a certain grip that you take on her breast. Maybe she doesn't tell you that you might get too close to her anus and she's not willing to tell you that. Okay, so now we're getting really specific, right? Are you talking about what she does and doesn't like sexually? About what positions she likes? About what kind of touch to her vulva and to her clitoris she likes? So... Get to all of those questions. Find out what she likes. Learn her. Learn everything about her and let that inform what you decide to do. So if that doesn't happen, what happens is she might be having a lot of 
mm, she might be having a lot of reservations about sexuality and talking about it can really help resolve those things. So learn her. I've already somewhat mentioned this one. Another thing to really pay attention is talk to her. And you'll notice I didn't say listen to her. And it's funny because I just realized as I'm looking over uh, even the book that I, I uh, sell, it doesn't say listen to her. <laughs> huh. Well, women will often say they want their husbands to listen to them. And I have a whole chapter on that in my book. However, often what women really want is also for their spouse to talk to them. They want to know how their spouse is feeling, what they're going through in their day. And often our society doesn't really support men sharing about their day. So husbands, are you talking about how you feel? I had a husband once tell me in a session, he said, I don't know what to say to her. I mean, I come from home from work and she says, how was work? And honestly, it's the same every day. So I just go, uh, fine. And, you know, I don't want to talk about it because it's just going to be the same thing I said yesterday. And I, I said, you might be surprised what happens when you tell her about your day and that she might not feel like it's the same thing every single time. And then we had to do some other work because he really didn't genuinely know how to talk with her. And so we practiced that in session. But the reality is most of the time husbands, I had one husband at a workshop I did um, we were doing some communication exercises and he's, I gave, I give prompts. I start out the sentence. So the sentence might be one thing I am worried about is, and so the spouse says that finishes the sentence. One thing I'm worried about is that I might lose my job or that I might be, uh, my boss might not uh, give approval to the project I'm working on, something like that. And then the, the partner just reflects that. Ah, one thing you're worried about is that you, um, you know, your boss might not give approval to your project. And so I, I coach couples on how to literally be given a prompt, finish the sentence and have the other one just reflect it. So I was giving couples these kinds of prompts and reflections. And I had a husband say, I can't tell you how helpful this was because my wife tells me she wants me to talk more, but I don't even know where to start. And so because you started the sentence for us, I was able to finish the sentence and share with her how I felt. And it was a learning thing for me too, on how not just men, it is men and women, it is probably a much higher percentage for men where they want to meet their wife's need to for their wife to hear them. They want to learn how to speak and share and disclose to their wife, but they don't know where to start. And so sometimes you need some help with that. You know, talk to her, share your day. If you're not sure where to do that, you can get a bunch of prompt and reflection exercises out of my book. I also have them on my website, The Art of Intimate Marriage. You'll see some prompt and reflection exercises on that website. When you're having that conversation with her, when you're talking to her, yes, also ask her questions, draw her out, ask her about her day. What is she worried about? Um, how is she doing? What does she need? What is she excited about? And then make sure in that conversation that you're sharing the same. Share your feelings, share your feelings. So what that means when it comes to your end. So now you've asked her some questions, you've drawn her out. She wants you to do the same. And so some of the things to really, you can write this down as you're listening, <laughs> to be vulnerable about is to talk about things that hopes you have of the future, dreams you have of the future, to talk about things you're worried about, whether it's things in your family, in your um, extended family life, in your community, at your job, about your health, 
What are your worries? Um, do you share with your spouse about your mistakes? What mistakes have happened this week and you're, you know, it was tough for you. Share that. So hopes, dreams, fears, mistakes, those are important things to share. I'm going to keep talking about this, but I want to go ahead and let you know some of the resources that you can find on my website. My website is the name of my book, theartofintimatemarriage.com. On there, you're going to find a link to the book, to the cards. I actually have a second book called Redeemed Sexuality. You can find all the links there. You can buy them all on Amazon. Also on there, you're going to find the communication cards that are going to apply to what I'm actually discussing right now. They're called the Intimate Marriage Cards. You can get those. The link is on my website. It's also on it's you can find them on Amazon. You can send me questions. I I've been getting some questions from different listeners. I do include them. I don't always read the questions because sometimes they're super personal, but I always include the information from those questions in my next uh, recording. So please go ahead and do that. And then the other thing is to remember, this is a listener-supported ministry. So if you want to donate to our ministry so that it can reach more people and uh, broadcast in larger areas, then you can find the link on my website, The Art of Intimate Marriage, and support us that way. So send me questions if you got any, jenniferconson at yahoo.com. Well, let's continue. Um, we've kind of broken right in the middle of what it means to talk with your wife. One of the things that women will often say is that they really enjoy compliments. So compliment her, tell her what you admire, tell her what you noticed, about something she did that day with the kids, with her job, in the home, at uh, with the family, in her career, the, um, in her quiet time, at church. What is something that you noticed she did that day? Make sure to share that specifically. And then imitate, if you look at the Lover and Song of Songs, there's a recording of my talk on the Song of Songs on my website. Go look at that and see how specific they both are with each other. And so he talks about her and compliments her and tells her how attractive she is. But he doesn't just say you're beautiful. He talks about her lips and her cheeks and her breath, which cracks me up, and her hair and her navel and her feet and her sandals. So compliment her specifically. Don't just say you look nice today. Tell her specifically how she looks nice. Tell her about her eyes. Tell her about her hands, not just her butt and her breasts. <laughs> Tell her about the rest of the parts of her body. So compliment her. <laughs> uh, compliment her sandaled feet when she wears a new pair of shoes. Do you notice them? And do you tell her? And you tell her what good taste she has? So every day, make sure that you're sharing with her what you see. Share with her things you're going through. If, you, um, if you're needing to learn how to talk, use the different things I've, I've suggested, and then learn how to draw her out. She wants to talk. She wants to talk about your sexual relationship. Draw it out. Find somewhere quiet where you can be uninterrupted. Have that talk. All right. What else does she need? Well, women do. I know this is going to be a surprise to some of you, but women do like romance. <laughs> actually, it's funny. Men won't say the word romance, but they actually enjoy special times with their wife where their wife plans it as well. Women do tend to use the word romance more often. And honestly, romance can be a lot of different things. If you actually look it up on the internet, you're going to find all kinds of different definitions of the word romance. Some of them are, here's one, feelings of excitement and mystery associated with love. <laughs> Notice that excitement 
and mystery. So in other words, a lot of women, not all women, like to be surprised. I do work with couples where the wife is like, no, I don't like it when he surprises me. I want to know. That's, that is a certain percentage of women. The rest of the women love it that you took the time to plan something and then surprised her. So the fact that you took the time to, to think about something and that you planned something kind of different, maybe something a little exciting. And I don't necessarily mean just sexually exciting, although that can be the case, but even just like a really special date. So figuring out how to do something special in your relationship, something unexpected is super important. Romance can also be described as feelings of emotional attraction and belonging. So that's super important. Does your wife feel your attraction for her? Does she feel that belonging? And does the time you spend together express that? You know, uh, one researcher put it this way, a sense of lovability is at the core of healthy development. There's something about feeling loved and feeling special that helps women in their lifelong development. So your romantic gestures, they say something to a woman. They say, oh, I'm lovable and I am important to him and he wants me. When you choose to do something for her, when you take the time to plan it or you do some kind of thoughtful random gesture, my husband the other day shows up with um, a bag of Reese's. <laughs> I'm like, you're the best. He knows I like Reese's. And it was just kind of random and out of the blue. You know, those kind of moments say, I thought about you. Women and men, but we're talking about your wife right now, they need to feel desired and chosen and special. And there's no one way to to do that. Every person is different. What makes them feel special? What feels like romance? Um, it's very unique. Some women love flowers and some women hate flowers. Some women want a can, you know, candy and some women want a great steak. <laughs> you know? So remember, uh, don't assume. Uh, my husband, actually, when we were early married, he never brought me flowers or he'd never bring me candy. And I hadn't been in a, uh, he was my first, you know, long-term serious, well, of course he was my first husband, but um, he was the longest I'd ever been with somebody. And um, he, he hadn't brought me flowers and candy. And I was like, huh? And so we talked about it one day and he said, well, flowers and candy are so trite, you know, like everybody says, you know, flowers and candy. And I thought I need to do something, you know, different. And I'm like, I like flowers <laughs> and I wouldn't mind candy. And so he does every now and then out of the blue, not just on Mother's Day or anniversary, but every now and then out of the blue, he'll just bring home flowers. And I love that. Well, that's me. Maybe your woman isn't into flowers. So you're going to have to ask. That's the where it applies to the learn about her part, right? Um, some of the other things to really pay attention to for women is that she might need some special time sexually. What does she need at that time that feels romantic? Um, she might need you to think about buying, go buy a, a container of strawberries, get some wine or some light drink and turn the lights down low, put on the candles put on some really lovely music that she would like, right? Romance her even when you're engaging sexually. Often women will say they need a lot of touch and foreplay. That would mean cuddle with her, talk with her, watch a show and stroke her entire body, play with her hair, give her a foot massage, give her all kinds of affectionate touch, give her a massage of some kind, ask her what kind of touch she likes, 
warm, loving touches before sexual touches are just vitally important and make it fun. I, I actually, when I work with couples and I talk about making it fun, I'm like, you might need to do goofy things. I, I, I literally had a couple, they, they brought out a board game. They had a fireplace in their room. They lit the fireplace. They stripped down to nothing and they played a board game and they went to bed. They didn't even have sex. Hmm. What an idea, right? Have fun in your intimate private moments. All right. What else do women need? Well, this is a big one because women need for conflict to be resolved. Um, Often men, when they're in the middle of conflict, what they want to do after the conflict is solved in their mind is go right to sex. Women usually need a bit more, not all women, and sometimes men are like this, but here we go. For your wife, she needs to make sure that you're initiating the resolution, that you're checking, how are you feeling about our talk? How are you feeling about our argument? Is there anything else that you're feeling like you need me to really hear? Practice the validation exercise that I have in my book. Go buy it. The Art of Validation is a whole class that I teach. You'll actually find it on my website. She needs you to validate her. She needs you to feel like you heard her and understood what it was. Be the one to ask her, can we talk about that? Don't wait for her to say, hey, I feel like we need to talk about that. Do you initiate resolution of conflict? If you are, make sure that you give her the time and the space to really talk about it. Make sure that you're not reactionary when she shares with you how she's feeling. So go back and get some help with conflict resolution skills because when women feel understood and when they feel really resolved, it makes a huge difference for how they feel about having sex. So make sure that you're doing a good job at resolving conflict. If you need to get help with that, Find out from her what you need help with. Talk with somebody that you know to get to change that, how you deal with conflict. Go and pray about it. And then when you're in a great place, come back, resolve that with her. And when you're in that good spot, sex works a lot better. This is the problem. If you don't resolve conflict well, then if you try to engage sexually, often women will say they feel unfortunately, used and they feel unloved. So men, make sure you resolve conflict and then sex can have such a better time together. So today we've talked about learn about your wife, talk to her, romance her, resolve conflict. I've still got a few things I want to talk to you about, but we're going to do that at another time. This is Dr. Jennifer Conson with The Art of Intimate Marriage. Thank you for joining us for The Art of Intimate Marriage. Now, let's be real. This is not a typical radio program, and we know it generates questions. If you have one you'd like Dr. Kanzen to address here on air, email her at jenniferkanzen at yahoo.com. Kanzen is spelled K-O-N-Z-E-N, jenniferkanzen at yahoo.com. We hope today's program was beneficial to you, and if you agree this unique voice should be on the air, your donations will help keep it there. To give or to get more information about the ministry, Dr. Kanzen's Center for Sexuality in San Diego, or to get more resources for improving intimacy in marriage, visit us on the web at theartofintimatemarriage.com. And for more on experiencing the marriage God designed, join us this same time next week for The Art of Intimate Marriage.